Dobry den, yak I'm Pavlina, host of Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Join me Wednesdays at 11 a.m. for a bilingual hour of Ukrainian music, folklore, and factoids for the culturally curious. And at 12 noon, join Oksana for Nash Holos Ukrainian Hour here on CHLY 101.7 FM. You are listening to CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. Father Theo Machinsky and St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic parishioners invite one and all to Divine Liturgy Sundays at 11 a.m., followed by Fellowship in the Hall at St. Michael the Archangel Ukrainian Catholic Church, 4017 Victoria Avenue in Nanaimo. Since 1963, the Shochenko Foundation has been investing in the future of the Ukrainian community in Canada for the benefit of all Canadians. Our Legacy, Your Tomorrow is the Shochenko Foundation's first major capital fundraising campaign, which listeners of this program are encouraged to support so the Foundation can increase funding for artists, organizations, and initiatives in arts, education, heritage, and community development. For donation options, visit OurLegacyYourTomorrow.com, and for more information, visit ShochenkoFoundation.ca. Hey, 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 hey,
listen to traditional Ukrainian folk song, Kupame Chervechke, Buy Me Boots. And that's something that you'll hear a lot of girls talking about, especially if they're dancers. Vitaju vas vsih dorihi radio suhiči na radio predaču naš holos radio krinskoho korinja na radio stanci CHLY 101 FM umisti na najma hovorit pavina djakuju šori šole prebute zimnoju nastupnu hodinu. Hello there and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio coming to you live from CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. I'm your host Paulette Demchuk-Makori, Pokedinska Pavlina, and I'll be your host for this first hour. Oksana will be along to host our two in Ukrainian at 12 noon. But meanwhile, on this and this hour, we've got a Ukrainian recipe for you. It's very seasonal. As well, we'll be speaking with um a donor to the Ukraine Ukraine War Amps program and a very interesting story about someone who's been uh, to Ukraine on their adopt a soldier and visit a soldier program. He's just back and so we'll be talking to him. His name is David Hotelling. He's from Chicago so stay tuned for that. As well we've got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest and great Ukrainian music. And coming up next is Mariana Sadowska, a very popular Ukrainian singer and um, something that I think we really need to hear right now. It's called A Cycle of Spring Calling Songs and I really, really hope it works this time. Oh, 
večera za kesla večera za kesla jo lese na hore se stukala sora stukala sora And now Ukrainian food flair with Sylvia Molnar. Tips for Ukrainian cooking. Hello. There are many recipes for borscht, Ukraine's national soup. This depends on the season and local preferences. One distinctively different spring borscht is made with sorrel leaves. If you don't have sorrel leaves, you could use a touch of vinegar or rhubarb juice as an acceptable substitute. Now, fortunately, sorrel is available in many markets like the Granville Island Market and the East Side Market. You can also take a stab at growing it yourself as plants and seeds are available in most nurseries. You'll need the following ingredients for this recipe. One onion, finely chopped, two tablespoons butter, six cups of soup stock, and that could be chicken or vegetable, for example, one large potato diced, one cup of combined vegetables, celery, carrots, and cabbage, three cups chopped young sorrel, one tablespoon flour, half a cup of sour cream, salt, and freshly ground pepper, chopped dill, about two to three tablespoons, and three hard-cooked eggs, halved. Now, Wilt the onion in butter over medium heat. Add the stock and the celery, carrots, and cabbage and cook until tender. Strain and press the vegetables through a sieve or whiz in the food processor until smooth. Toss in the young sorrel leaves and cook for a few minutes. Blend the flour with the sour cream, 
to a smooth paste. Stir into the borscht and bring to a soft boil. Season to taste and add the dill. To serve, place half an egg, yolk side up, in each soup bowl before adding the borscht. You will love this soup, so try it. It's Ukrainian. This has been Ukrainian Food Flare from the Nasholos Audio Archives.
and Yulia Donchenko with the Ukrainian version of the Green Berets, a very popular a song made popular in the 1960s in the United States. Vesukhite Radio Peridachu Nash Holos Radio Krinsko Hokorinya, the radio stancy CHLY stored in Seam FM Umistit Nanaimo Hovorit Polina. You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo. I'm your host, Pavlina. Ukraine War Amps is an ongoing effort to assist the veterans of Ukraine. It was founded in Toronto in July 2014 by John Broadhead and Jean Berezovsky. John is a third-generation Canadian of Irish descent whose father was a war amputee from World War II. Jean is a Ukrainian-Canadian originally from Kiev who had spent a couple of months helping the Donbass Battalion shortly before. When he got back, the two felt that an organized effort would be so much more effective, and as listeners of Nasholos have been finding out, they were so right. Their two main projects, Adopt a Soldier and Visit a Soldier, have given hope as well as new life to many Ukrainian amputees and the families of fallen soldiers as well, with the help of donations from caring individuals. One of those donors is Dave Hotelling from Chicago, who found out about Ukraine war amps after tuning into Nash Holos online and hearing an interview with Jean. He was inspired to join the Ukraine war amps program and has taken part in three of their programs. Dave is recently back from Ukraine and has gladly agreed to speak with Nash Holos today. He joins us now by phone from Chicago. Dave, welcome to Nash Holos. Hello. Thank you so much for agreeing to talk with us. But before we get into details about your recent trip, I'd like to thank you first for listening to Nash Holos, and I guess for finding it in the first place. Chicago's a long ways away from the west coast of Canada, so I'm curious to know how you found our show, and was that edition with the interview with Jean the first time you heard it? Uh, yes, I found the show just reading Ukraine news on the Google News, just the internet, huh. uh, on the news summaries. And then I, I saw the uh, the link um, about your radio show, and so I listened to it. And um, I listened to it, and then maybe a couple months later, I went back and listened to it again. And then towards last fall, I decided that it was a worthy cause, and I sent some, uh, I made a contribution, and then got in contact with Gene, and that's kind of where it all started. Wow. So what got your interest then when you heard Gene talking about war amps? And what was it that caught your attention that you came back a second time to listen? I just, um, I don't know, something clicked in me and I thought that they were needed help and it was a worthy cause. And I think John Broadhead uh, describing what a help it was for him when, when he was growing up, uh, had the help with oh. that his dad received. Right, right. And yeah. so... That's probably the base of it. Well, it's great that you did. I know Gene is, is just delighted, um, and he's so thankful for, for your help. So you went the first time in the fall, and we were just in Ukraine in the spring as well. Um, yes, a month ago. Wow. So that was two almost back-to-back trips, <laughs> pretty quick, mm-hmm. uh, not mm-hmm. too far apart. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, my, my sense of it is that after, being, after seeing it twice, it's um it's there's a they're really doing a good job i know there there's probably not much public out there about the about them but um it's efficient and it's uh they're really helping they're providing help right where it's needed and you saw that firsthand on your trips yes yeah Mm -hmm. well tell us about your first trip in the fall um 
I was in, uh, in just, I met the gene sources, Oksana, in, uh, in Kiev. And um, that was, you know, just, I went to two events there with, uh, with Oksana. And uh, I had made a contribution. I had no idea where the money that I uh, was contributing in the fall, where it would end up. And it, and it went to a family whose father had passed. And, and so, you know, it was... You know, it was nice to have that connection. I mean, I've made no contact with them or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it was nice to hear of where the money went sure. and to see pictures and everything. Sure, it really helped them. From what Jean tells me, mm-hmm. it was it's a it's a huge help to them. So you flew from your home in Chicago directly to Kiev, and then you you hooked up with Oksana. Had you met Jean in person? I met Jean in November, in early November, right before I left. Okay. Uh, to go to Ukraine, and in November I met Gene in Chicago. He happened to be in Chicago for his own work. Mm-hmm. He had a uh, a convention, and so he invite. We talked on the phone ten days before, and he he said, "I'm going to be in Chicago, and uh, if you want to meet me, this is where I am." So I went down to the convention on mm-hmm. a on the uh, agreed day, mm-hmm. and um, we went and had had coffee and. I met he and his wife, and um, you know, we talked about Ukraine and told, told me what he was doing, and so... Off it, you went. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just by chance that Gene was having the meeting in Chicago, the convention mm-hmm. in Chicago, mm-hmm. and um, that's the only reason that we had you know, met, mm-hmm. met in person. Okay. Had you planned your trip before you met Gene, or was it after you met? Um, was... Yeah, I was kind of thinking about going over there anyhow. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. So that prompted you to go in the fall, and uh, in the fall you you went a couple of times, met up with Oksana, the point person on the ground there. Mm-hmm. 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 And then this last trip, uh, Oksana, I met more more of the uh, more of the people there in her group, Julia and Alexander, and um, I'm I'm impressed with them, and uh, I know, well, I don't know, but I. It's, I, I can only say that I'm, I'm real happy and I have no reservations about this phone call, interview, or um, even contributing further to them, uh, that the money, that it's uh, a, a really good, worthy cause. So where did you go then this last trip in the spring? You went to Kharkiv and Kiev, I understand? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So what? Yeah, those were the two cities where I was. Okay. And I, I also saw... Um, Another Alexander, and he was a—he's um, a wounded soldier in uh, in Kharkov. So tell us about uh, the uh, recipient in Kharkiv. His name was Alexander. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's in the hospital. Okay. And uh, I met him, and just by chance, his mom was there on on that day. Oh, nice. And so she comes hundreds of miles. To see him, oh, because uh, she lives way south of Kiev, and it's hundreds of miles or right. kilometers, and uh, so you know they were very appreciative. And so, tell us a little bit about Alexander. He's nineteen, you said. I think he's closer to twenty-one. Okay. He lost one of his legs completely. I mean, just completely. Oh. And uh, but he had a good attitude. How did he lose his leg? I didn't ask him. Oh. I just know it was in, in the war. It was in the war. Okay. Oh, um, sure. 
And so you met his mom there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just by chance she was there. Oh, how long did you spend in Kharkiv? Three days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was the mood? How did, did you find the mood in the, in the city? Was it just like a life goes on outside of the hospital? Kind of, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the, uh, it was pretty, pretty late winter, early spring, so it was beginning of March, and you know, the weather was mm-hmm. March, beginning of March weather. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, the people, um, I thought, unless you really knew something, uh, you know, life was, life was going on, life was proceeding. Mm-hmm. Did you pick up any Ukrainian, or did you have a translator to help you? No, I, um, <laughs> no. But I mean, it's, the translation programs are kind of getting better and better. I mean, I, I was, um, I had Google Translate, and um, that really, really was helpful. And then there's also a Listen Talk program app that you can get. That I had, I, I even had that installed. Uh, in, in Har- Harkov. Okay, so y- so you're you're kind of learning the language then as you go. Yes, and I have a lot to uh, a far away. <laughs> well, you and me both. <laughs> but but these programs are um, these app these apps are uh, are getting very good. Uh-huh. And I I could speak to Alex uh, Alex mm. Alexander. He oh. was pretty good. Really. Oh yeah, he's okay. which is not unusual for that age. I guess not. That's true. I I found that myself when I was in Ukraine. Young, many young people. I didn't really need translators, and I didn't need to rely too much on my broken Ukrainian either. Um, <laughs> so, so you went. To, you went three days in Kharkiv, and then you went to Kiev. Tell us about who you met in mm-hmm. Kiev. Well, um, in Kiev, that's when I um, I met Oksana and, and Julia. And um, I can. I went one day with uh, Oksana. We drove out maybe seventy kilometers to a, a small village and met a young, maybe a six-year-old, seven-year-old, and he had lost his dad in the war, and um, his mom had passed the year before. Oh, oh. So he was. Uh, but he was happy to see Oksana. Oksana is just fabulous. <laughs> And um, so I, I went with her, and she said, come with me. I'm, I'm, uh, I got there, I think, Sunday. I met her, yeah, I met her Sunday. And Tuesday, we drove out to see this young man. And then Wednesday, they had asked me Sunday if I wanted to visit the Ukraine parliament because they were having an event there. And I said, sure. And so they got me in oh. to, the, to the parliament. When, then we had lunch downstairs afterwards. Oh wow! Did you speak to any any members of parliament? Yeah, I met uh-huh. they. Well, everybody knew him. I'll put it that way. Okay. Uh, between uh, uh, Julia, Oksana, and uh, Alexander, and um, believe it or not, we watched a legis- legislative vote that passed about the care of animals and oh <laughs> about that you can only have so many dogs or something like that. Oh. I, I forget what exactly it was, but it was not related oh. to uh, the situation in, in Ukraine. It was it was related to animal care. <laughs> the bu- business of Ukraine goes on. So at least there, yeah. I suppose they say that if if you care about animals, then presumably that spills over to people. So we can only hope that uh, 
that that yeah. is the case. And of course, the government in Ukraine is under a lot of stress. They were robbed by the previous regime, so they're short on money. And of course, the war is very expensive. So they, the care is, as we know, not the best for the returning soldiers, which is where Ukraine war ant steps in. So mm-hmm. you, so from, you know, from what you've said, you certainly recommend if anybody is listening now who may not have thought about donating or who may rather have thought about donating to Ukraine war amps but hasn't yet, what would you say that they're missing out as much as those in need of well, their help? It's their decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can only say that I'm happy with my decision mm-hmm. and that um, it's, it's um, how can I say it? It's, it? it's the money goes, the efforts go right where it's really needed, right at the point that it's really needed. The guys are, are without anything. They can't work anymore, and mm-hmm. and um, it's really right where it's needed. They're appreciative of it, and it, I'm confident that it's a very efficient delivery. That it's the the, the money that I gave them went all, all to the people, the recipients who need it. Mm-hmm. So well, that's you can never have too many donations. Sure. Oh, there's a big need. Yeah, there's a tremendous need. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much, Dave, for, for telling us your story, for sharing your experiences. And, um, I'm happy to help them. Thank the you. Ukrainian war amps. Yes, yes, same here. So, so um, thank you again for your support of Ukraine war amps and, and the, the cause on behalf of, of the recipients as well as on behalf of the listeners of Nasholos. Thank you so much for sharing your story and all the best to you in mm-hmm. your future forays to Ukraine. Hopefully you'll be, you'll be back again helping another amputee or family in need in Ukraine. Okay. Thank you so much, Dave Hotelling from Chicago, telling us all about war amps in Ukraine. Vesukite Radio Peridachu Nash Holos Radio Krinsko Hokorinya, Naradio Stansi CHLY, Stodensim FM, Umisti Nanaimo, Hovorit Pavlina. You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. I'm your host, Pavlina. Once again, we were speaking with Dave Hotelling from Chicago, a donor of Ukraine War Amps and their Adopt a Soldier and Visit a Soldier program. And Adopt a Soldier provides monthly stipends of approximately $50 U.S. to as many Ukrainian heroes as it can, uh, depending, of course, on the help of the public. 100% of the proceeds go toward Ukrainian veterans. And as you just heard heard Dave say, it's a very worthy cause and uh, all of your money goes where it's supposed to. Visit a Soldier redirects funds that would be spent on hotel accommodations to the families of soldiers being helped by Ukraine war amps and also provides you, the donor, with a unique experience and perspective that ordinary tourists would never have. So do consider making a donation to Ukraine war amps and get involved with their program. Become a regular donor if you can. For more information, you can visit their website, ukrainewaramps.ca, and to make a donation, visit ucaring.com forward slash adopt underscore a underscore soldier again ukrainewaramps.ca and on that theme we have a song here by german composer and singer christian tessen with uh, kind of an obvious song this is not about ukrainian mothers this is about russian mothers as well as ukrainian mothers with a message to mr putin Hey, Mr. Putin, hey, Mr. Putin, I have a question for you. 
world You know that my country is called Ukraine And our colors are yellow and blue Yellow for the grain fields to feed our people Blue for the endless sky And we don't need new colors, we don't need new flags There is no reason to die Hey Mr. Putin, hey Mr. Putin What are you doing here? Nobody wants your soldiers around And missiles in the air Hey Mr. Putin, see the mamas Of young dead soldiers cry Stop telling the world to never send them Cause crying mamas don't lie Hey Mr. Putin, hey Mr. Putin I have a question for you Don't you know that my country is called Ukraine And our colors are yellow and blue Yellow for the grain fields to feed our people Blue for the endless sky And we don't need new colors, we don't need new flags There is no reason to die Hey Mr. Putin, we send you an angel An angel to make you see Playing with fire is not a game While sitting on TNT Hey Mr. Putin, hey Mr. Putin This country is our land You are welcome if you come sometime As a guest and a good friend Until then Mr. Putin, the message is clear This is the message for you Don't you know that my country is called Ukraine And our colors are yellow and blue Hey Mr. Putin, see the mamas Of young dead soldiers cry Stop telling the world you never send them Cause crying mamas don't lie For you Don't you know that my country Is called Ukraine And our colors are yellow and blue Yellow for the grain fields To feed our people Blue for the endless sky And we don't need new colors We don't need new flags There is no reason to die Hey Mr. Putin Mr. Putin, we didn't start the fight We love our Russian brothers and sisters All day and all night Hey, Mr. Putin, hey, Mr. Putin You got to understand The world, Mr. Putin, is watching you And this is our land We didn't start the fight We love our Russian brothers and sisters All day and all night Hey, Mr. 
And a Ukrainian remake of the um, Pete Seeger folk song, uh, We Shall Overcome. And that was actually in reference to the Maidan um, which crisis, which started the whole war back in late 2013, early 2014. And that was a song that was commissioned by a dance group in New York. And uh, we don't have any, infor- any information, unfortunately, on the performers other than they are from Kirov. Sorry, Kirov, Kirovrad in Ukraine. Again, and the Ukrainian version with of We Shall Overcome. 
Well, uh, May of 2017, uh, the 13th of May to be exact, Ukraine will be hosting Eurovision for the second time. Uh, second time in 14 years that they've been taking part in Eurovision. That was That's a fabulous musical extravaganza of the longest running musical competition, um, I think, I'm not sure, possibly in the world, certainly in Europe. And uh, Ukraine is hosting because Jamila, who is a Crimean Tatar singer, won first place for Ukraine last year. And here is her song, which is also sort of on the similar theme of uh, the song we just heard, uh, moving a little bit forward. It was accused of being political, and they, there was a little bit of controversy last year because it's about the Crimean deportation, which took place in World War II, and that was Stalin deporting hundreds and thousands of Crimean Tatars from their homeland forcibly during World War II in a program of ethnic cleansing. And she sang about that because her family was affected. Her grandmother was one of those deported. And uh, she's gone on to be a very popular singer in Ukraine. Again, her name is Jamala. Here she is now with a winning entry from last year in Eurovision 1944. When strangers are coming, they come to your house. Kill you all and say we're not guilty, not guilty. Where is your mind? Humanity cries. You think you are God, but everyone dies. Don't swallow my soul. Our souls.
Here's what's happening this week in Central Vancouver Island's Ukrainian community. Father Chad Polishin and the parishioners of St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Church in Parksville invite you to join them for services Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., followed by fellowship in the hall. As well, every Sunday from noon to 1 p.m., you can stock up on homemade pierogies, pies, or both. St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Church is located in Parksville at 594 Carlsway. For more information, visit them online at vanisleparochial.ca. Father Theo Machinsky and the parishioners of St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic Church invite you to Divine Liturgy every Sunday at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Their hall is and kitchen facilities are also available for rent. St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic Church is located at 4017 Victoria Avenue in Nanaimo, just off Norwell Drive. The Visna Ukrainian dancers rehearse every Tuesday evening from September to June at St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic Parish Hall. And their year is about ready to wind up and they will be having their year-end concert on June 4th. So stay tuned for details on that. And if you want to get a head start, then you can either email them and ask them for details. And that's visnadancers at gmail.com or visit their Facebook page to find out. Leanne will be posting updates there. And on Saturdays at 6 p.m., tune in to the Vancouver edition of Nosh Holos on AM 1320 or streaming online at am1320.com. As well, the international edition airs on AM, FM, shortwave, and satellite radio in over 20 countries on the PCJ Radio Network. And you can get the podcast links at the Nosh Holos website. And here in Nanaimo, Nosh Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio broadcasts live every Wednesday to the north and central Vancouver Island, Gulf Island, Sunshine Coast, northwest Washington State, and greater Vancouver listening areas. So at 11 a.m. every Wednesday, please join me, Pavlina and Oksana, at noon for two hours of fun and the best in Ukrainian news, folklore, and music here on CHLY 101.7 FM on the radio dial and streaming online at chly.ca. In between broadcasts, make sure to follow Nosh Holos. Oksana and me on Facebook and Twitter. And for audio archives, transcripts, podcast feeds, and more, visit our website at www.nasholus.com.
from Poland, a group called Horpina with a song called Yichale Kozake, and that's actually a story about a very unfortunate uh, young woman by the name of Halia who got into the clutches of some very nasty Cossacks. And I think that's just a story of caution for young women in Ukrainian folklore. Сьогодні була з вами Павліна. Нагадую, ви слухаєте радіопрограму «Наш голос» радіо Кринського коріння. Залишайтеся з нами наступну годину. Далі передаю мікрофону Оксані. Запрошую послухати трохи про історію і традиції розповість Оксана. Але перед тим я хочу залишити вас такими словами мудрості. Якось так завжди буває, що коли мудрий ханить, то дурень хвалить. And our proverb of the week translates as what the wise man criticizes, the fool always praises. And I guess that works the other way around as well. Well, my time with you is about up. So we've got one last toe tapper, and that will be by the Ambrose Brothers and Willie's Polka. And that brings us to the end of the first hour of Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio today here on CHLY 101.7 FM. Please stay with us as Oksana takes over the microphone to host the next hour. Meanwhile, please join me here again next Wednesday from 11 a.m. to 12 noon. And until then, do stay in touch with both Oksana and me via our Facebook page and Twitter. And make sure to visit the Nasholos website where you can get the podcast, a link to our blog, and other information about the show. And that's www.nasholos.com. So stay tuned next for the Nash Holos Ukrainian Hour with Oksana, followed by World Beat Canada with Vancouver's Cal Coat, and at 2 p.m. Jukebox Oldies with our own Bobby B. Cool. I'm Pavlina. Thanks so much for listening. Dozu Sirichi.
Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.